to the top of the morning show with your girl TT from the DR. It is TGIF. And let me tell you, I am super motivated. I am super pumped. I am so pumped that as I'm recording this show, I'm walking around like I'm doing a TED Talk. Okay? I'm walking around like I'm doing a TED Talk and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm smiling. I'm full of pumpness and excitement because I'm thinking about where I'm going. I'm thinking about what I'm doing. I'm thinking about where I've been. And I can look at it and say, oh, well, you know, I should have been here. I should have done that. I should have done this. But I'm remembering, I got chills when I just said that. I'm remembering all I went through. I had to see some things. I had to see some people. I had to see myself most importantly. I had to see myself for who I was versus who I was supposed to be because I remember still trying to figure out who is this girl they call TT who is this girl they call Harissa who is this girl they call Reese Cub and you might say well, who the hell is Reese Cub and who's head what is that Harissa means soup in another language right I am what some would say something like a chameleon but I am authentically so many pieces beautifully cocooned and wrapped that created who you know as TT from the D and I'm going somewhere with this this morning and I'm feeling I'm feeling vigorated I'm feeling excited have you ever felt excited about your future and you said well yeah I mean you know I'd have some dreams and some goals yeah but what have you done to really collect all the things you need, the necessary tools to build your team. And when I talk about building your team, I'm not talking about just building your squad. Like we got a basketball team, we got a hockey team, a football team, a volleyball team, a swim team. I'm talking about your team for your building, your team for your business, your team for your goals. How many of you have created a vision board? Now, I can't see you and I can't hear you, but how many of you have ever created a vision board? Now that's rhetorical because of course, I don't know what your answer is. I want you to take it a step further because I've had several vision boards, but I'm gonna tell you what I realized. The very last vision board I've created, shout out to NJ, Monica Jones, one of the dopest women in the city of Detroit. She has an annual vision board party every year. She lost her mother who went on to be with God and it almost didn't happen this year. And we were all waiting because look, we were waiting. Like I know MJ gonna have her custom thing. We, we, we know this is what she does. This is her thing. And then when we didn't see it, it was kind of like, oh, I know why we probably don't see anything manifesting because it was a very deep, hard loss for her, rightfully so. But she mustered up the energy and I believe her mom dropped a little seed in her spirit and said, baby girl, because her mother attended those vision board parties with us. And it was always a pleasure and a joy to be in the presence of a woman that was just filled with strength and wisdom and cool as a fan. 
and she ended up creating that vision party for us. And I have to tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, after I really sat back and looked at my vision board, I realized this last vision board I did, I saw myself. It was my vision. I, I come to realize that when we're building dreams and visions and teams and things of that nature, we tend to build things that we like that we see in others. And there's nothing wrong with that because that means we're inspired, we're encouraged, we're motivated. Nothing wrong with that. But what I might see Oprah do, I may not want to do. Now, I'm a podcaster. I can see myself being a TV host. Hostess with the mostess. I can see me doing a whole lot of things, right? But as I was cutting out things and putting things, I, it just was like what I thought looked good. When you looked at the board, I had the pretty color board and the nice this and the nice that. But I really realized this year when I was doing my vision board for 2023, one, your vision needs to change. And I'm gonna tell you why. You could have done a vision board last year. You could have done one just this year. If you are being true to yourself and really doing a vision board, your vision board should be different the following year. Why? Because if you put it in your sight, you made the vision, you had a whole year to make it plain. What did you do that was going to help you get one step closer to something that was on your vision board? Did you do anything? Did you move in that direction? Or did you just say, yeah, something to do. It's camaraderie with my ladies. You know, it's a team effort, whatever that looked like, right? And then you realize like, mm, um, yeah. When you're sitting there cutting and putting together your team, writing your vision, don't you write that vision and cut together and paste together a crew of people that people say or you see people predict you'll have or you should have? It's about what you see for you. Who works well with you? Who do you see helping you build? Who do you want to help build? It's a give and take situation when we're building teams. Yes, the blueprint is yours, but it took more than just you to write the blueprint because you had to bounce those ideas off of someone. Someone probably helped you figure out the recipe, the remedy. You get what I'm saying? So as we're building, we're building our teams, we got to look at the necessary tools and the people that we need, the things we need to be better. I'm going to share with you nine steps on how to effectively build your team. Now, you can put these in whatever order you want, but teamwork makes the dream work. Y'all heard that? Now, I love seeing that when I feel like I'm a part of a team. I do not like to see that when I feel like I am the team. You saying, oh, we going to do and we going to do. I remember having a job one time and I was a part of a team. But at the end of the day, and, and I've always been told this and I just it's just who I am. And it just makes me think like, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be on team. And I'll say, okay, let me take a moment and pause. Because you'll hear, yeah, we got to do this and y'all do this. And we're going to come together and blah, blah, blah. So everybody got their task. 
right? Their niche, their specialty. And then you're done, cause you will knock that boy out the park. And you ready. And then somebody sees like, oh, you're already finished? And you're like, yeah. Well, can you assist so-and-so with their task? I can help them, yeah, but they must not be motivated because you're moving like a snail or maybe that ain't your niche. Maybe that ain't your thing, but somebody told you it was. So you're not going to be as smooth and as fast-paced as the next man-woman because that ain't even what you want to do. That's just like marrying somebody you don't even like. They want you to create a whole family with them, her or him because it's two-way street. So now you're building and you're looking like, I, I, if I close my eyes and I look across the room and I envision sitting on a summer wraparound porch in the beautiful countryside of Texas, let's just say. And I got a beautiful pond in the back of my house and old school rocking chairs and a porch swing and we got the hammock out there and got the grill and we got even a pool. And we got family, we got all we heart, our hearts desire. And then you look over to your left or your right or in front of you. And you look at your significant other, your chosen mate, him or her. And you say, hmm. Everything seems to fit but you and me. Us. But you grin and bear it. And you make it work because you're like, shit, we ain't came too far. I ain't giving this up. But you're unhappy. Think about... Every day you go to work or whenever you go to work and you're unhappy because you're working for someone else's team. When are you going to really sit there and say, you know what? I really know that I can build an effective team myself. How do we do that? Age old questions, right? Age old questions. I'm going to give you these few little tab tidbits examples and samples nine steps on how you can build your team and it should prove to be effective okay all right here we go get your crayon your marker boom 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 number one establish the company's culture a new team needs to know what the expectations are what each person is expected to bring to the table so that they can accomplish that individual goal. And once they accomplish that individual goal, that task, we can worry about the teamwork makes the dream work. That will show the team how to behave and how to approach their work individually and collectively. Right? You can't always point the finger at the person who put the plan out there. But... You can sometimes point the finger at the person who put the plan out there and created that team because how did they go by creating the team and what method did they choose, right? At the end of the day, the core values and morals and necessary tools have to be brought to the table. One person can't bring everything to the table to build an empire. It takes a team, but it takes a mighty strong team. Number two, define everyone's role and responsibility. Kind of going back to what I said. If I'm responsible for getting the cookies and you're responsible for getting the coffee. Okay. You might say, well, I'm about to go to Tim Hortons or I'm going to go to uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm going to go to Starbucks. I'm going to go to uh, a franchise coffee place that's not on the map. I'm going to 
whatever, right? You gonna get that coffee. Because nine times out of ten, you ain't about to stand in your kitchen and make 20 cups of coffee from your homemade Keurig machine. You're going to go out and get that specialty coffee. But if you got to get that, stand in line, you got to carry all that. Okay. Everybody want a different kind of cookie. Now you got to think, okay, they wanted this coffee. And then they wanted this. Okay, she wanted this coffee and she wanted this cookie. But what if they got this cookie? Then I got to get this. I wonder if she... No. If I'm designated to get to cookies, I know the cookies on the list. Even if that means I got to go to two or three places, I'm going to get the cookies. You, the coffee bringer, right? You focus on getting that coffee. Together as a team, we got what we needed because we both had an assigned task. Now, that's metaphorically speaking, I'm talking. Because, you know, teamwork is collaborative. It's a collaborative connection. Combining beautifully, allowing two things to collide. Coffee and donuts, coffee and cookies, right? You're leaning on one another, but yet you're also learning to stand and lean on your own weight. Number three, ensure that everyone feels respected. Just because I'm going to get the cookies don't mean that I'm not as important or equal as the one that actually is sitting at the desk getting ready to write out the vision perhaps the cookie I'm bringing is going to cure that little temporary hunger pain but you need that cookie and you need that coffee so that you can get yourself revved up and ready to rock and roll to work but if you're sitting at that table ready to write that vision and you're hungry and you're like oh I could use a good cup of coffee your mind is everywhere metaphorically speaking we're not robots no We're not yes men and yes women. Well, some people are, but we're not. I'm talking to my go-getters this morning. You're a team member with your own individuality. You know how to work as one, but you damn sure know how to work as a collaborative team. And that will help prove to make a sturdy business. Number four, stay organized. Some of y'all, oh my God. They'll be like, yeah, I keep my receipts in the shoebox. Uh, I keep my receipts in an envelope. That's good. You can take a step further. I keep them in a folder that's alphabetized or a folder that's date set in order, January through December. Or I keep them in categories. I went out for a lunch date with a client. This was a personal thing, a family thing. People organize things differently. And Organization is key to anything, everything, whether it's in your business, your personal life. It's key. It will keep you from getting overwhelmed behind and feeling lost and overwhelmed. Number five, encourage your team members. Y'all got to work hard and play hard. Nobody wants to work, 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 work. We got a vision. We got a deadline. We going to relax too. Yo, we got to get this out and it's due November. Okay, and here we are in January. I'm hypothetically speaking, giving you a timeline. So we're working from January to November. Now, for all the hard work we've done, let's create something for our team to celebrate our win. Whether it's a big win, a minute win, or we don't really win nothing additional outside of knowing that we could do the task that was given to us. So now we're going to do something that's going to help us with our team building skills because we got to sharpen that. Remember, iron sharpens iron, right? So we're going to do something that's going to help us with that. 
And then we're going to move on to the next thing, planning for the next agenda, the next thing on our menu. But you got to let your hair down. You got to be able to be there and support each other individually, collectively by having fun, relaxing, right? Understanding, having a, a lunch and learn or, you know, a dinner break, a happy hour moment, whatever that looks like. Where you can sit back, there's no work, but we reflect and not talk about what we could have did, should have did, or no, no. Hey, we got one step closer to that goal. We got one step closer to that dream. We did that. We did that. And so we celebrate each other. Somebody's good at something, motivate them, encourage them, inspire them, remind them when they get caught up in their work or caught up in their life that, hey, I see what you did or I heard about whatever. Remember to remind them that they are wonderful all by themselves, just as you remind them how amazing they are as a team. Okay. Number six, communicate. Communication is key in every relationship, but it's really, really important to have effective communication when you're dealing with building your dream team. It's like you want to be in unison. You want to be able to finish each other's thoughts. So you can say, I know what they would do in this situation. They would do this. You want to be able to get to a point where you ain't even got to say what they would do. You just go do it. Like Nike say, just do it. Right? Figure the solution out when there's an issue that's trying to manifest. They'll sit there and say, well, we got to stop product. We got to stop production because so-and-so's not here. So that's why you don't let one person know everything in your team. You cross train. That does not mean overwhelm your team members because you're throwing 50 things at them. They can't master one. Now, let them learn how to do one thing. They got that. Boom. Next. Okay. They got that. Boom. Now they're cross trained. They were able to get the gist of one thing, two thing, three thing. Now they're ready for the fourth thing. But if they got to put them all down and they got to result back to number two, they got that under their belt because they understand it. But if you give them everything and say, okay, figure it out. Let me show you this and show. Okay, I'm trying to process that. And we got some geniuses out there. Yes, we do. But if you want a great team and you building your team, you got to give your team the necessary things they need because we have different learning styles as well. You could have this person because they got the look, but they don't have the action. You got the one person on the other hand that got the action, but they don't got the look. What do you do? Like, I can't have them go out there. and do Hey. That's when you look and say, are we going to judge a book by its cover or what's inside the book? I'd rather see what's inside the book because the cover could be amazing and I could have a book with blank pages. I could have a ratted and tatted outside cover, right? And have the most amazing substance inside. It's like a ratted and tatted Bible that's been through the family line. 30 years old as Bible and traveled, right? Traveling Bible. But the word stays the same. God's word doesn't change. The cover did. You might not even back to the Bible. But the word inside changed. Only by being spoken by a different person. That's the only way it changed. It, the meaning didn't change. The writer didn't change. God's word didn't change. The hearer, the reader, the doer of the word changes. Because you passed it down. From generation to generation just like when you're building your team and we talk about generational wealth you're passing it down but be careful don't pass it down to someone who's looking at it as just a big old paycheck 
soon as you kick the bucket, they're like, I'm selling this company. I ain't about to do this work. If your child, children, family member, whomever is taking an interest in your business or what you're doing and they really putting in that work, they deserve that opportunity. Okay. Number nine, final number nine. This Friday, I want you to get ready to take a beautiful inhale and Lord, it's Friday. TGIF. Value your team. The diversity. See, we work with people from all different walks of life, not just diversity as far as culture or their language, but we're talking about being different, right? And there's so many ways to look at people that are different, unique, creative. Everybody has a great value. You have to remember to value everybody individually as well as collectively when you're building out your team. And don't forget to value yourself. Understand also that your vision is your vision. God gave you the vision for you to write it and make it plain. If you got people who are lucky enough and you're blessed enough to help you with your vision, you're lucky. And if you don't have people that's ready to help you with your vision, you're still lucky. Why am I lucky, TT, if I have people and I'm lucky if I don't have people? Because you have you. At the end of the day, it's just you, my friend. It's your dream. It's your vision. And like Nike said, just do it. That's all I have for you on this freaking Friday. I want you to have a wonderful, safe weekend. No matter what you do and where you go and who you with. And I will see you on the other side. Monday morning at 6 a.m.